Uh, I am Pams, and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast. I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, the forever teen misunderstood emo Malkavian. <laughs> I'm Tom, and I play Jimmy, the best Toreador from the 80s. Hi, I'm Oz. I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. Camera opens up in a small storage unit in southern Springfield, where three vampires are rooting through someone else's belongings looking for things to take. They've located what they came here for, but now we join them. Conversation in progress. For some reason, he thinks we're going to have to escape real quick. I don't know why he would think that. Hmm. It's not like the guy in that freezer is going to come after us. Right? I mean, optimism. You got to, like, make your your, your vision board and, like, plan out everything you want to do and what you want to achieve in life and just be positive. What What is vision board? I have visions, but I don't use a board. You find a bunch of magazines, right? And you just, like, cut out all the pictures and you, like, glue it together and make a wonderful collage of everything you want in life. It works. Trust me. So you take the magazine and you cut it apart and you do not use it to send a ransom note? I mean, you could. I mean, you send it to the uh, the car dealership for the car you want. If we are talking about things we want in life or on life, in, in this case, would not that be a, a ransom note? You lost me there, bud. Get in the car. They say stuff like this down at the mission all the time. Dream it, you can be it. And it doesn't make any sense, Art, but some people, looking at Jimbo, some people fall for it. He also has that poster with Cat hanging from tree. He does. Well, so what are we going to do with this this guy? Well, remember who put him in there. I didn't put him in there, but I don't think he wants to be in here. Otherwise, I, I don't think it would have, he would have called out like that. Should we take him with us? Well, do we know whose shed this is? Jimbo, you brought us here. I thought you knew who it was. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> of course I know who it is. So will your friend mind if we take his friend with us? I mean, somebody is going to mind. Whether or not we mind, that is the important question we should be asking. So I have no idea who this is. So there is something you do know. You have met other Malkavians. Mm-hmm. There's something about Malkavians where... Game recognizes game. Mm-hmm. You got this little connection that you feel with them. And now that you're basically standing over top of this guy and that radio static kind of feeling you were getting from him, you're pretty sure he's also a Malkavian, but something's messed with his antenna. We definitely need to take him with us. Art. What mischief are you getting me into, mischief? 
No mischief, comrade. We're helping someone. He's broke. We can fix him. Of course he's broke. He has a bat. He has a bat in his chest. Yes, I think that might be the problem. Just pop the trunk. I'll I'll put him in. Thank you, Jimbo. Yeah. Art pops the trunk. He knew this was happening. Missy will assist with carrying her new milk friend out of the freezer. He'll be very happy I helped him and didn't leave him there. Yeah, we should probably leave the the baseball bat steak thing in there for a bit uh, so we can find him a, a snack before we pull it out. Mm. I don't want him going crazy on us and potentially eating one of us. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, we want to rescue him just in a safe, safe way. This is wise. This is wise, yes. I did not expect it from you. From who? Yes. From <laughs> So Missy will help get that out of the freezer, and then she'll climb out of the freezer and start to look through the storage unit, because Jimbo said we could take stuff. So you're just going to start trying to loot the place? Until they kind of point out maybe time is of the essence, but right now, I don't think Missy understands that or cares. She said she could loot. She found a friend, but that's not going to pay bills. Or- All right. If we got to take this car out because he's in the trunk, going to have to deal with that guard. Who uh, who wants to deal with him? Deal with him? Oh, just beat him up beside the head a little hard, you know. Can I just distract him? If you want to go that route, sure. I mean, if it doesn't work, obviously I'll go further. Okay, sure. Mischief, I have faith in you. So what's the plan? I am going to drive this car. Okay. I'm just saying that, you know, you pull up to a stoplight, somebody looks over, and they're going to see a horrible monster sitting in the driver's seat. They will see nobody in the driver's seat. Do you want to borrow my hoodie? (sighs) Yes. Okay. She will give him his hoodie so he can wear a hoodie over his head. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, this could be fun, right? I've heard on the radio about these, like, self-driving cars. We just pretend to be one of those tech guys from out west. It's like, hey, we got this got this beat-up car here, and <laughs> we installed it self-driving because we're rich. And, yeah. I do not believe that we could install a self-driving module in a 1992 Ford Crown Victoria. You gotta have faith. Come on. Well, you guys handle this. I'm gonna go find that guard. Uh, you going to pick up a handful of jewelry so you can sell it or something? I've got something as I've pillaged. What kind of thing are you trying to pillage? Something that I know my pawn shop friend would give me money for. So you're going to stick to the mundane things like jewelry or... Yeah, I'm looking for easy sell stuff. Or if there's something I think Calvin might like as a gift, maybe. Any kind of electronics that are small, I'll toss in the trunk with our new friend. Are there any vinyl LPs? I need to get to him before Jimmy does. You don't see anything like vinyl, like records, but there are 
occulty books. Yeah, snooze. Oh, occulty books. I'll take those. <laughs> I don't have to worry about going to the pawn shop. There is also a little footlocker that was locked underneath the bookcase on like the bottom shelf. Yeah, throw it in. Throw it in. Yeah, just take everything. Hmm? How are you going to attempt to distract this guy, this security dude? So I'm going to find him, and I need to lure him away from, I assume, the gate. So I think I'm going to Unseen Passage. Okay. And then try to make some noises, maybe for him to investigate by walking over there and see if I can just distract him away. If he does anything that is going to, you know, make this difficult or he gets catches on to something or anything, then I guess maybe try to do some kind of knock him out thing. Sure. Or eat him. You step outside and you are. What is the method of your distraction that you are making here? I do have a small firearm. So hitting the gate, the garage doors, making loud noises, maybe like a couple rows away from the gate. See if that lures him that way. Just going to make a little bit of a ruckus. So you're going to have a couple of minutes here to to make this happen. Mm -hmm. Because you're not making like a giant racket. You don't want to wake up the whole Mm -mm. like city block. You just want to get this guy's attention. Mm-hmm. And have it be something that's consistent enough to be curious. Maybe think somebody, some homeless person, again, is trying to get into one of the storage units to sleep. A small ruckus. And after a few minutes, he will come out and start looking around. Going up and down the different aisles of storage units. He's got a flashlight. He's got a hand that's hovering over... Something pistol-shaped on his side. Could be a taser, could be a gun, could be a radio that he's got there. It's kind of hard to to really tell. Thankfully, Art took care of the cameras last time. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to worry about being spotted, but you're just kind of slinking around, and he's starting to investigate. Are you going to do anything? I'm going to try to move to like the next aisle over and again make that ruckus, just trying to continue to draw his attention further away from the gate so they can do what they need to do. After another ruckus or two, he will move in that direction. He calls out, hello, anybody there? Security. You obviously don't care because this is what you want. going to have some fun. I don't think she can resist. Getting close to him and just kind of whispering, just like, hello. You're going to whisper in this guy's ear, and he's going to turn around like shit's haunted or something. Maybe you get a little overconfident. Maybe he does something you don't expect, but another time or two of whispering something in his ear, and he will spin around, and that arm that's got the flashlight is just going to collide with you. <laughs> which breaks your obfuscate as he shines the flashlight like right in your face. Put on my best little girl wide-eyed face and start quivering my chin. He hit me. 
he's going to take his other hand and he's going to grab your arm like, what are you doing here? You're not supposed to be in here. Come on. He's going to go to like throw you out. So what are you guys doing in there? It's been 15, 20 minutes. Popping open the garage door. We're going to go. You're just going to drive out while eh, she's got it. She's fine. Just one measly little mortal. Look, storyteller. If the immortal sees us, she is going to eat him. Nothing could be done. It's the damnedest of things. It is. Maybe she knocks him out, maybe not. Maybe she's hungry, maybe not. All I know is I have a car that is not mine that is about to become mine. Driving out of the storage unit. That part's easy. You will hear very easily the rolling up of a garage door and the starting of an engine, which, if it was anything other than your friends, would be really strange, because who else is getting a car out of here in the middle of the night? Your friend also hears this, because it's not a silent thing. And Art is able to easily drive through this little lot, and then you guys come to the gate. It would have one of those keypad things that you boop a card to. I have one of those cards. Jimmy will go out and boop it with a card. Are you guys doing anything with Missy, or are you just going to drive off into the night? Well, if she's getting thrown out, then it doesn't really matter. We're just going to drive away. I am perfectly happy getting out of surveillance range, we'll say, out of camera range, and waiting for her. So out you will drive. The guy's going to hear the gate opening because that is also not close. And he's going to turn back to Missy with like with a more stern look of what you do. Because now stuff has gotten a little bit weirder and more serious than just some punk kid in an area they're not supposed to be in. What is Missy about to do? She's going to put her hands up and say, I was just looking for some place to sleep for the night. I don't, I, no idea what's going on over there, but you should probably go check that out. I'll just leave. He's going to look at you and he's going to go back to the door where he can hear a car driving off and back to you. And he's going to be like, oh, no, I got to make a call. And he's going to go to grab you to drag you into the presumably security office. She's going to get a very serious look on her face and, and she's just going <sighs> to, I really shouldn't. I No, I, I really, really shouldn't. This is not right. This would be bad. She's not talking to him. Oh, no, no, she is not. She wants to avoid the confrontation. She's trying to convince the uh, voice in her head that, to not do the thing that the voices. Let's try to avoid things now. So he goes to grab at you. It's a sidestep. She's uh, smaller and quicker than he is. He just assumes she's kid-like, so he underestimates her, but she kind of sidesteps away. Maybe almost skips a few steps to just kind of move out of his range. Again, like, no, 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 no. 
I think I should go. I should probably go. That would be the best thing. I don't, you just, no, this would be very, very bad idea. You should let me go. I can't let you go. You and whoever your friends are are going to be in a lot of trouble. And he's going to start advancing for you. And he's dropping his hand down towards where there is a gun or taser or some pistol-shaped thing. I'm going to need you to come with me. Oh, my friends, my friends. Yes, yes, I have to think about them. That's true. I don't want anything to happen to them. So I'll guess, yes, then that does change things. I will have to then do something then. So then she'll look at the guard and go, okay, I guess, I guess we're going to do this then. And I guess she'll try to lunge at him. Okay. And try to use tifuses. You're like, well, I guess we're doing this and you're going to start lunging for him. Fangs first. And he's going to try and pull a pistol-shaped object and use it on you in the process. So you lunge. Fangs bared. Yes, just like that. Thank you. And you're going to get him, and then you're going to sink your fangs in, and then you're going to feel the warm rush of the blood as it cascades over lips and tongue and throat. And your beast is happy. Let's just do enough to kind of really knock him out. We'll take the two safely. And then I can always use my gifted Bluetooth and make a phone call. It'll be a ring, 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 ring. So stepping back in time a few minutes, how's uh, Art and Jimmy doing in the car? Chilling on the street. Jimmy will stand outside the car, just trying to keep a lookout for uh, Missy, seeing if she can, so you can kind of wave her down if she comes running. Sure. A couple of moments will go by as you guys are sitting down here when Art's phone will ring from Missy. Born crazy train. So I, I did what I said. I did. I lured him away, and and then it kind of went a little wrong. But then I brought it back on track, Art. But now I have a tasty unconscious guard here. Um. Okay. So, what would you like to do if I leave him here? He's seen my face. He threatened you guys, and so that's why I couldn't just talk to him anymore. So that's why I did this, but he's seen my face, and I I don't know if that's going to be a problem. So you know about these things. Well, wait, what do you think we should do? I'm going to think about it. Feels stomach growl. It's like, no, not yet. He'll roll down the window. Jimmy. What's up? Uh, is Mischief on the phone? She has, uh, in her words, delectable snack, unconscious on ground. She has been seen. So we have options. What do you think? Well, we have a very hungry friend in the trunk here. And we have a very tasty morsel just asking to be picked up. The art, this is trouble. Well, I am with mischief. This makes sense. He'll get back on the phone. All right. 
uh, we'll bring Carter around. Uh, bring him to the front gate if you can. If not, we will get him later. Click. She'll just hang up. <laughs> get in the car. We are going back. Rad. And she'll start dragging this car to the gate. All right. She can't lift him. <laughs> I don't think she can. Uh, you could probably do okay. Do a weird fireman carry or piggyback thing or something. It'd be a little awkward just because he's a good deal taller than you. His shoulders are over your shoulders and his knees are dragging on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. It's not graceful at all. No. No. She'll drag him over there to the gate. And I'm pretty sure you guys will show up before she gets there. Given that she's going to be moving slowly with this weight on her. And you're in a car. You said you could take care of it. When we get there, Jimmy will uh, hop out of the car. See Missy dragging still a good probably 50 meters away from the gate. Guessing the gate's open, so he'll just go through the gate and one arm pick up the guy. Show off. Not a problem at all. Just kind of one arm pick him up and go, glad to help, and just start walking back to the car. Thanks, Jimbo. I mean, I was going to have to get a convenient snack for our little friend, so this is just even more convenient. It's like two birds with one stone, right? Or another proverb. A short while later, Art is driving down the road. Who's got shotgun? Missy, you should take shotgun. I'm going to sit in the back with our unconscious friend here and punch him in the face if he wakes up. Oh my gosh, Missy will be shotgun. She's going to be in heaven. She's going to be playing with the radio, flipping the stations. Art is going to stop you as soon as Kylie Minogue can't get you out of my head comes on. <laughs> Where are you driving to? We need to ditch the car somehow. So I guess we do have to go back to our domain, unload the car, and then I need to ditch the car somewhere. Yeah, I got some friends who could torch it. Eh, well, it will work. Just uh, don't torch it here, eh? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my watchman can take it for a joyride and then torch it. Oh, very well. And you guys are just going to pull up somewhere, unload two bodies, a bunch of stolen junk, and then go get the, get the car torched sometime tomorrow. Duh. I assume pull up somewhere is the mall. Would make sense. The mall is kind of kind of your deal. Parking, parking garage. It is a place for cars. Are you guys trying to be sneaky about it, or are you guys just like, this is our house, we're going to do what we want, so screw you guys? I am not Sferatu. I am always sneaky. I'm not being sneaky. I Mischief. Give me my hoodie back. <laughs> Can you wait until I am, I am, I am done driving? We're here. Uh, fine. <laughs> so... I think we should be somewhat subtle 
because this is a mall. This is where we live. And while I trust most of the people here, they're easy to pay off for information if someone who we don't like wants to find out. Then we pull up somewhere and put the bodies in one place. I think us coming in with a bunch of stuff isn't going to really cause anybody to look at us funny, right? It's more so the bodies that are the problem. Yeah, the bodies, yeah. I'm just trying to think, how can we get those in? Jimbo, isn't it your mall? Don't you have access to places in it? Oh, yeah, we can go into the the, the back storage area. There's the storage entrance. Probably get in there. I do a quick run through and kick out a couple bums that are sitting around there. That is easy enough to do. You guys are just dragging them inside and setting up in like a delivery area for the food court. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure there's a freezer or something like a that locks on the outside. Put them in the walk-in? Yeah. No, he doesn't like the freezer. I get that. Remember? That's why he talked to me to get him out of the freezer. We can't put him in another freezer. What's the point, Jimbo? I get that. The point is, he can feed without breaking out, because if he's in a frenzy, he'll need to eat. So when we hear the crash-boom-bang of, oh my god, he's devouring this guy, It'll stop eventually, and then we can open it up and let him in. I mean, he's conscious. He's looking at us right now. We can tell him that is the plan. So he won't be worried. We can tell him to do a good old knock-to-knock-knock to come out. Can we make it warmer in the freezer? I mean, it hasn't been on in years. Yes, there are no more hot dogs and no more sticks. Yeah, throw them in the disused walk-in freezer. It's room temperature. Yeah. Now, the only tricky part is um, we got to take the bat out and then close the door in case he's in a frenzy. So. So you hold the bat and then you kick him away from you holding the bat. It should come right out, push him far back, and you shut the door. Yeah, be sure to apologize before you do it. All right. I was thinking some weird thing with a rope, but yeah, that sounds easier. Just kind of stand him up weak in that Bernie style. One hand on the bat and just Sparta kick him into the fridge. Mm-hmm. It is so simple, it must be insane. <laughs> All right, let's do this. You just leave the security guard in there. Yeah, yeah, he's on the floor unconscious. Yeah. Uh, did you go through his pockets? Oh, good idea. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Whose pockets? The guard? Yeah. Yeah. He might have like a 20 in his wallet. He may have a cellular phone. I thought he gave me enough. You guys shake him down as you leave him in there to be probably murdered. You'll find the things you find on a normal person of the 2020s. Cell phone, wallet. He's got keys. He's got actually like two rings of keys. One, a more randomized set where it's things that are probably like house, car, etc., etc. And the other one is all very very uniform, likely keys that were for the storage units since you abducted him from work. There's a handful of cash in there, credit cards, 
his ID and that kind of stuff. Nothing out of the ordinary really strikes you from this guy's pockets. Uh, that is fine. I'm taking phone. I'm taking identification. I'm taking plastic. You are not spending on the plastic. You may have the cash money. Sweet. You want to split it? Yeah. The uh, twenty-two fifty here. So eleven and a quarter. I'll take a tenner. It's fine, Jimbo. You did most of the heavy lifting. Uh, lifting, sure, sure. What are we doing with those? Those keys. I will keep them for later. Why? We can go back and open up more units and take stuff. Exactly. Yes, but not tonight. Not tonight, but... Let me deal with this guy first. <sighs> Fine, Art. Fine. I mean, we could split the keys. Each take a third of the ring. That way, if we want to go... I think we are we are losing sight of the true objective, which is to wake up our friend who you are holding up in the door. <laughs> Let us solve this problem first. Right, right. Sorry, dude. Sorry. Wait no, you're here. right. You're right, Art. I, it's not like we don't trust you or anything. Just No, no. They, they are good ideas, but we have... Our friend is very hungry, as you have said, and we should stop ignoring him. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. A boot and a slam later, he is shoved inside the walk-in. When Jimmy kicks him in, right before, he says, Bon appétit, and boots him in. It's going to take a minute, as it's dude is coming out of Torvor, for his instincts to kind of realize that there is a food source in here and then you will hear the sounds of like a Tasmanian devil kind of thing you know where you know he spins around and things are crazy it's like oh shit very briefly though there is that flurry of activity and noise and then silence for a few minutes as you can only assume that the poor security guard is being consumed you guys want to talk about anything out there or just like hey so in that painting he then goes inside his jacket and pulls out the envelope there's this some interesting information um shall we read it duh yes give it over scrubby hands scrubby hands scrubby hands to get your get your <laughs> Get your grabby hands off of my envelope. <laughs> I found it. <laughs> I found I it. I want to know what's inside. I, did. I. Did you just hit? <laughs> I found it. I get first dibs on reading it. Hmm? I brought us all there. Can you? What? Can I? Oh. Never mind. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a joke, Jimbo. Mm-hmm. Come on. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> I'm assuming there's like a string on the back that ties it. So he undoes the string, flips open the clip, pulls out what? It is a leather-bound book. It is clearly old. Looks like it may have been a journal. But looking through it, you're going to see that it is sort of a journal. 
although it's like one part memoirs and things done in life and then you flip a couple of pages and you see a thing where it's like I leave to and there's a name that you don't recognize something so it's somebody a long time ago started writing down a will but when you live forever you know you just you just keep adding shit on the end of it (laughs) (laughs) it's many pages thick and at least in the beginning the language is let's call it aged by current standards and even by your 80s standards well, this is a little underwhelming. It's not exactly what I was expecting. And he hands the book. He hands it over to Art. Scrappy hands, scrappy hands, scrappy hands. Now, now, don't don't ruin it. The person who asked for the job needs it. I assume this is what they want. Somebody asked for you to go here? I thought it was your idea. Who asked? For- well, someone asked for something in, at this one place, and it was my idea to invite everyone. So it was my idea. Who asked? Uh, a good good friend of ours. Ours. Yeah. Can I? I are Jibbo? Spit it out. I um. Yeah, you you're Carol. You remember Carol, right? Oh, Missy's face is just bitch face now. Hey. Yep. Um. So. I think it might be good to... Is it possible to get a copy of this book? Because she's going to want it, but I'm assuming you, Art, are going to want to read it. Because you like reading everything. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm reading book what? Well, we need to bring this book to Carol probably tomorrow night. So, I'm. is there some way to get a copy? I, we can, like, picture, like, every page. I don't know how long that takes. Art's just staring at Jimmy. Jimbo, it's called a copier. Oh. <sighs> Do not worry. I want a whole twenty-two fifty. You should give her the whole twenty-two dollars and fifty cents. I mean, she brought lunch. You should pay. She brought her own lunch. Uh, technically, she he points to the walk-in. And she shared with someone else. Fine, here. Jimmy hands over the money. As he reaches into a pocket full of just other stolen jewelry and things worth money. Quibbling <laughs> <laughs> over 22 bucks. She's 16, she doesn't know. Well, you know what I mean. Art is going to his own haven is nearby, and he's got a scanner and stuff, so he can just digitize this book and then return it. Yeah, if you don't mind, bring it back. Um, leave it at the Taco Bell. Uh, yeah, I will. I will leave it there. Thanks. And don't worry about the the mess in the walk-in. I will handle it later. You are the man. I am a man. Yes. And some say I am also a legend. So does Art just kind of walk off and leave Missy and Jimmy to deal with their... Yeah. The mechanic and the mechanic. And one works on cars, the other works on people. 
that's one way of looking at things. You two want to do anything before we kind of fast forward to this door opening, or? I can't think of anything, no. Nope. Missy's just going to sit there with her arms folded across her chest and just stare at that door waiting. She's not looking at Jimbo. He has betrayed her. I really do think you and Carol would get along wonderfully. I mean, you have the most important thing in common. You're friends with me. And he, like, smirks at that. Oh, she rolls her eyes at that. Mumbles, you're right. I should probably have just eaten him. Well, you think he's done? Kind of walk up to the door and listen. Do we hear anything in there? You don't hear anything in there, but you feel calmness come from it. So kind of um, got a big grin on her face. I think he's happy now. I think that did it, Jimbo. I think that did it. Well, you're the one who provided the snacks, so it's all thanks to you. uh, Before we go in, I just does like a knock, 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 knock. Is like trying to loudly yell, we're coming in. Like a shave and the haircut. I was going to say, you think a shave and a haircut is going to be the, the trick here? What? You just woke up. You're not 100% sure where you are. and But you hear shave and a haircut and the world comes into, into alignment. It's more of, it's, they're expecting something, right? Right, let's just, he just opens the door. You don't get it. And he rolls his eyes. Door opens. And the first thing you're going to do is you're going to smell a little blood. Not a lot, because somebody was very hungry. You're going to see your security guard has been ragdolled. This guy, when he fed, didn't just like fed, but there was shaking, like when your dog gets a hold of a toy and starts. And then in the metallic surface, you're going to see the vampire that was previously staked. He smudged some of the ref- the dirt and grime away, and he is just kind of like looking at himself in the reflection. Jimmy, are you bringing in the end of the bat that was used as an impromptu stake? He just tossed it. Okay, so he's just coming, coming in by himself. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I presume. Well, behind Jimbo. Of course, he's a big, strong man. It's his idea. But he will hear you guys, and he will turn around, and he will look at you with, like, these wide, kind of bulging eyes as somebody that's trying to, like, take in as much around the world as he can, and his mouth is kind of turned up into a big, a big, big goofy grin. He looks at Jimmy for a moment, tilts his head to the side, and then looks at Missy as though he recognizes something, and then takes a couple of steps over towards her. Hey, dude, you chill? It's it's not cold in here. <laughs> That's a chill response. All right. Sorry, I just want to make sure you were uh you weren't going to go crazy on us or anything. You want to make sure you were full. Not crazy. Not crazy. I just see things. I hear things. <gasps> you hear things. That's sorry. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. It's entirely what you meant. Fine. Yes, sure. All right. 
Look, so Vinny locked you up in a freezer somewhere. We didn't like that. So now you're here. You're good? Like, well, where's, you know, the Paradise Mall? No. Uh, we're in Springfield, Maine. He's going to look at the, the surroundings, like, runs a hand through his hair and starts just kind of pacing back and forth. Jeez, things don't look chill. I do not think that word means what you think it means. <laughs> it's not, it's not cold in here. It's, I, he pats at his chest where there is a rip covered in blood and where he was staked. I've been indisposed for, for too long. Missy will walk up, go to pat his arm and say, no, I, he flinches for a second, just like this. Just, uh. I understand. I, I understand. It must be very, very strange to wake up, but, but how, how old are you then? He does some finger math in the air. I, um, I am 32. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, then I was been, I've been actual me for, 83 years? Shit. Yeah, that, that sounds right. Oh. Okay, so I would suggest we don't go outside too much. Don't want a big culture shock. Um, we just take it easy at the mall for a bit. We're just in a, in a great, a great hall or our marketplace. Yeah. Well, live as a community. Okay. 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 It's also, it's a, it's an abandoned marketplace. So, but don't, are there, he looks at Missy and he, he clearly understands who and what Missy is. So are there, are there more canites around here? Jimmy might think canite as a, What's that other organization? Sabat. Sabat. Because Sabat call themselves canites, don't they? They do. Probably what Jimmy thinks. If, if you think that that is something that Jimmy would know, as he's been a vampire for quite a while. Right. I'm sure there's Sabat Camarilla stuff talk about at places. Because they fight each other, right? They do not get along. That's what Jimmy thinks of. Missy probably thinks that that is a strange term. Do you think that Missy is familiar with the the legend of Cain and how that is where vampires came from? Or do you think that she never got that or cared about that education? I think hanging out with the mortals, the mission, the religious stories of Cain and Abel, hearing about that Cain, and then probably hearing some tales about vampires descended. I think in her head, she doesn't know if those two Cains are connected. She might not quite get it, but it's a it's an unusual term for sure that maybe she will ask about later. Mm-hmm. Do you have an idea that that 
means that this guy is referring or asking about Sabat. Wait, wait, wait. Fuck, are you Sabat? He'll look. No, he's lying. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. Okay, look. I don't want any trouble. We're Camarilla. What? Anarch-ish, I, I guess. Well, I don't know. How would we identify? We're Cam. We're not Camarilla. Why would you? Look, the person that asked us to do the thing was the harpy of the local Camarilla. Yeah, she is. We're practically Camarilla. We aren't. She is. It's it's a fine line. Yes, we have barons, but it's... But what's the problem with this Sabat thing, then? She'll look between the two. They're crazy angry people. Well... Don't call him! Oh my god, everything's crazy. Stop saying that word. Sorry, it is... Um, the Camarilla and Sabat don't really get along, typically. And Anarchs, if I remember the little bit of history and stuff, Anarchs are like a subset of the Camarilla, historically or something. I don't know the gist very well. But something like that. We have barons instead of... But we also have a prince. It's weird. Uh, Yeah. Missy, you will notice as you guys are having this conversation that he is shifting around in the room. And given as you have a shared interest or bloodline or history or ancestor specifically, he is clearly trying to break line of sight so that maybe he can go invisible and who knows what happens then. But he's definitely trying to position you in a way that the two of you won't be able to see him. Alright, so yeah, they have issues is all. We don't get along. But hey, if we keep up the masquerade, that's really all I care about. Missy has noticed this and just letting Jimbo drone on. She's now just kind of staring at their guest. He is very clearly distressed and do you, do, do you want out of this room? Do you, it's not a good room. Oh yeah, where are my manners? Look, yes, I get it. You are Sabat, which is... And you are slaves to the elders. <sighs> Look, we're... Puppets of the Antediluvians. Oh, he's using a lot of big words, Jimbo. I know, I don't know them very well. We shouldn't have let Art go. Uh, look, look, we're more anarch than... Jibbo, you're just going to get him more angry talking about that stuff. Maybe, do you need more to eat? Are you still hungry? There's there's always the hunger. So you have other vessels? I, I got a herd. Yeah, yes, but they are cattle herd, I know, yes. All right, yeah, that, that's accurate, actually. Um, look, so 
I don't want trouble. I don't want to fight anything. I would suggest, because you are a little time-jumped, that just keep it calm, but I'm not going to hold you prisoner or anything. And he just opens the door. Actually, what's what's your name? I'm I'm Jimmy. He'll look to Missy. Uh, I'm I'm Misty, but you you call me Missy, and she'll actually curtsy. She's not wearing a, a skirt or anything. Is no, but she'll curtsy because he's really old. And maybe that's what they did in those times. I don't know. He uses a lot of big words, so. My pack calls me Cheshire. Cheshire? You guys know that movie with a Cheshire cat? What was it? Why are you saying things? It's not a cat. No, but it's the Cheshire. That's the only time I've heard that word before. Is it Cheshire cat? Uh, Alice in Wonderland, right? He's just got a, a big toothy grin. And in that toothy grin, it camera fades to see what art is doing deep within his haven he has a impressive recording setup he also has uh, several computer systems one of which is attached to a digital scanner and he's humming something to himself it, it sounds industrial in nature and meanwhile he's scanning the book pages and as they come up on the screen he's looking at them he's reading them and then uh He'll look over to his left, and there's a bank of monitors. And there are camera feeds on these monitors. And it's all over their domain. Is he looking for anything in particular, or just making sure that the status is quo? He's making sure that the status is quo. And if he's got a camera near that walk-in, he's keeping an eye on his friends. Would he have a camera near that walk-in? Is that a walk-in that they have used before for cooling people off? It would be. Yeah, makes sense. To get information out of this pile of papers as you're just reading it, just like at a glance. This is going to take a while to get through in depth. What is something that he would look for immediately as a bit of information that he can find quickly while looking between the book, the scanner, and the camera. He would be looking for dates or names, anything that might jump out name-wise or date-wise. So flipping through, you can find a couple of different names. They're not ringing any bells. So as your page scan, page scan, you, you flip through the book to to try and find something that means something, to give you some context. And the name you will run across that does give you that context is Samuel Abel Cartwright, which you would know is a former prince. Is there a date associated with that name? Forty years ago. Well, well. Because you're flipping through looking for something that to ground yourself in to provide some kind of frame of reference. And the first time you run across it is like 40 years ago. That's definitely going to get his attention and he'll start reading it closer while he's scanning. And then he'll try and keep an eye on the camera. But the book is starting to take precedence because that whole need to know clan Bane is starting to kick in. 
unfortunately, their conversation was not very long, and you're moving through a several pages at a time here and flipping back and forth. It's it's very distracting. It'll take you actually sitting down and just digesting to get a lot more out of it with your only two successes. You will see the three of them exit the walk-in. And where are you two going with your new friend? Hey, Chess. You should you look a little um, red in the face. You should probably go clean up. I can grab you uh, a change of clothes. And I'll meet you at the washrooms. Uh, Missy, you want to take him there? Yeah, and uh, she'll actually offer her arm out like a gentleman would to a lady. He will take your arm. It seems something that he has to, like, force into his memory to be like, oh, this is how they did it. That's right. And he will go off with you. Jimmy, are you going anywhere specific, or are you just kind of... Jimmy's going back to his Taco Bell and uh, digging through some of the clothes. Was Chess smaller than Jimmy? Because Jimmy's a bigger guy. He's not as muscular or built or wide as Jimmy, but he's probably within the same height range because Jimmy's only like average height, right? Yeah, no, he's average height. Yeah, so he could probably fit that way, but not the the wide way. All right, well, Jimmy is torn. Should he go with the jeans or the leather pants? It's really tough. He's already picked out the top, which will be a like a white tank top and um, a jean jacket. But is it jean pants? Or leather pants. And he's going to need a belt. So, studded belt or not studded belt? That is the silliest of questions. Of course, it is a studded belt. Of course, of course. I don't know. I don't know why I even thought it was. No. I don't know why you even thought. Studded belt, leather pants, denim jacket, and a white tank top. All clean. As clean as Jimmy's place is, it doesn't smell. It's pretty much the only requirement. Well, nice thing about being kindred is that you don't sweat. Right. Oh, and obviously just a pair of briefs, because he's going to need those. While you're fashioning things up over there, let's see, is there any conversation you want to have with your new friend? How is he dressed currently? He's dressed in just like a simple t-shirt and just simple pants. He's not wearing shoes. The cuffs and stuff on the shoes are dirty and they are worn. His shirt has stains in addition to the blood stains of being staked. He looks very, not like homeless because he's only got pants and a shirt on, but He's very homeless adjacent in that if he was wearing, like, two more coats, had a cart full of stuff, he would fit right in. Okay. As she walks with him to help him get cleaned up, she'll kind of look at what he's wearing. And and don't worry. Jimmy's... Jimmy will get you some, some real nice stuff. You won't have to walk around looking, you know, like this. 
anymore and and we'll figure out you know what to do next we're not gonna you don't have to stay here she's kind of gonna look around the surroundings like you don't have to stay here but like jimmy said you're probably gonna probably gonna want to slowly get used to things you know after and she'll kind of point to his chest where that bat was you know after that He's looking around the inside of the mall at the crazy things that he is seeing, you know, like dad's got neon lights, which are like, okay, that's new. If that's something and this is something else. And it's just like not something he is very used to. Do you guys think that there are people in here right now? Or do you think that there's just. Uh, there's probably people, but they're probably those people that keep their nose down, probably congregate in little pods of groups. He's going to spot one of these groups of people. You will see him lick his lips in a grotesque gesture of what was once humanity. You're going to see his fangs start to come down, and he's going to walk purposefully towards them. She grab his arm. No, 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 no. That's, that's not the, the ones that, that Jimmy has for you. No. No, no, no. We have to be, we have to be careful so yeah you you can't do that um but jimmy has jimmy has better you don't want those anyway this probably gonna taste pretty gross but jimmy's got better better ones so we'll just get cleaned up and then then yes we'll um he looks back at you he's still got his his fangs out for a second and he's like but they they exist to serve, to feed. They we should, we should just take what we want. It is, it is easy. They, they do not. He's going to pull towards them. So hold on. Put no, no. I mean, um, I haven't. I, I don't know about that whole. We can just take what we want thing. I mean, Art always says we have to be careful. So. Why, they are nothing to us. Hmm. You feel it. You know the blood as I know the blood. Um, I mean... We are as cousins. Yeah, you know, I, I, have, I have friends, and they kind of talk about that, yeah, we should we should just do that. But no, there, I have other friends that tell me we have to be careful. Like like Art says, we have to, we have to watch out and be careful. So let's just... Find, let's find Jimmy. And she's going to start looking at those people thinking, hmm, can we just eat them? She's not super hungry, but... Can I have a snack? But, but we have to find Jimmy first, and you're walking around looking like one of those guys, and you probably shouldn't. He looks down on himself. What is, what is wrong with what I am wearing? Well, it's kind of got that big rip where the bat was. And it's stained, and you don't have any shoes on, and... He looks down at it, and he grabs at the shirt, the hole, and just starts tears it off and just throws it on the ground. Oh, my. It's option. Yeah. If you say that there there will be better chattel somewhere, then we will have that. I will make sure Jimmy gives you his best. 
but let's let's get you cleaned up. She's just going to tug on his arm and try to get him to go over to uh, the washroom so he can proceed to get cleaned up. And hopefully Jimmy will show up since he's taken so much time finding the perfect outfit. Jimmy had to go back to get the hairspray. He had to make sure his hair's good. Arthur, you will see that this is happening. You probably can't hear it, but you can see Missy guiding your new friend through the mall, and you can see him kind of pull towards a group of people. Hey, but book. You can stay with the book. Surely she's got it under control. I cannot see Jimmy, can I? You saw him go off to wherever he was going, because if cameras all over the place. Does Art have cameras into your haven? No, I'm not going to put stuff in his haven. Just point it at the door. So you would have seen Jimmy go into his haven and then went out for a second and then went right back in, carrying probably a bag or something. I... Well, I will put the book back into my pockets. And I suppose I should go make an appearance with uh, Mischief's new friend. The good news is is you are able to kind of figure out where they're headed. The bathroom. It's plenty of water. It'll be fine. Can't get him a shower. So you guys head off in that direction, and Jimmy and Art will meet up along the way. Are you invisible in this area, or are you just kind of walking around with a hood up? I'm going to be invisible. Come up on Jimmy walking through, carrying a bag of stuff. I'll just fall in behind him. He doesn't need to know I'm here yet. So you take your your new friend, Missy, into the bathroom and start rolls of paper towels and just cleaning him up. Let's strip him and get him cleaned up. I mean, it's not anything she hasn't seen before. So, Cheshire, why? Is is that your real name, or is that just what your friends call you? Like, my friends call me Missy, so... You still hang on to your, your cattle name? You've not taken a new one for your new life, for your better life? I... I didn't even know that was an option. Is that an option? Oh, yes, yes. You have been reborn. You have been elevated to, to being better. And so you chose Cheshire? Yes. Huh. My pack kind of... Pack. And he's he's got this, this big, goofy grin the whole time, which I'm sure Missy is familiar with the, the Alice in Wonderland stuff. Huh. So, your pack named you. So, I guess, I don't know. I mean, Jimbo and Art I hang out with a lot and do things with. But, no, Art caused me mischief. Most people just call me Missy. I didn't think I could take a different name. I wonder what it would be. She's helping to clean them up. Paper towels, water. You are you are close to these these Jimbos and these Arts. <laughs> they are they are friends. I mean, they help me out when I'm in trouble, and I help them out. So, you, hey, are your pack? You 
you drink of the blood together. Oh. I don't know. I don't think Jimbo's ever shared any of his um his herd with me. But uh yeah, I don't like to I I feed a little do it a little differently than they do. And and art I don't think I've ever seen art feed it all. So no, we don't do that together. He gently strokes your shoulders like no, you perhaps I shall teach you. And it's oh. a at that time that Jimmy and Invisibly Art walk in where he's talking about teaching her. She'll actually jump a little when that door opens, getting very enthralled with what her new friend is saying. So Jimmy comes in. He's singing uh, Money, Money by Billy Idol as he's coming in. He goes, hey, I got you some uh, got you some clothes there, Chesh. Chess? Chesh? What, what do you prefer? He is there in all of his glory and seems to not give a damn. Rad. Okay. Uh, so I got some clothes here for you, and I got some hairspray to do your hair. So you can hang out and just, you know, blend in. He looks back to Missy. And then, and then we eat. Yes. Yeah. Jimmy, you have to give him your best. Um, vessel. I told him you'd give him your best one. Yes, better than the ones in the... And he points down the hallway somewhere. Yeah. A good, nice, clean one. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, hmm. How about uh, a Myra? That would probably be good. Or do you have a preference on what, what you snack on? No, only that they are warm. Okay. Now, you you don't you you don't kill them. That's how we keep our herd stock around. There are so many. There are, but when we start having dead bodies, they come in force, and we are not exactly organized to stop it. They are, they are of no mind. It will be fine. When they come by the dozen, it is a problem. Especially heavily armed. Shesh here was explaining that, you know, we we shouldn't because we're, how did you say, we, we were, we're stronger or better than them? Yes. Now we should get to take them whenever we want. And he's kind of got a point. They are not of the blood. They live to serve. I un- I get that. Yeah, I agree. Like we um could we could and that'd be great, right? Just take whenever we want. It would be great. <laughs> Let us sa- share one of these Amiras. But but then we don't have any left. And if we start picking outside of a herd, it gets on the news and then it's a witch hunt. Well, you know, kindred hunt or whatever you want to call it. But right. They just hunt us for sport. And when there's a whole bunch of them, you can't really stop them. Nobody believes the sheets of paper that they claim no things. What? Invisibly art is 
giving himself the side eye. What does Art feel about this guy? Art doesn't like him. All right. Look, you are currently in my, I'll say my domain. It's not exactly my domain, but when you're in the mall or around the mall, you do not kill humans because we need to keep the masquerade. If we have a breach, well, then we get the guy who put the bat in you. He comes back with a vengeance. He looks very upset at mentioning the guy who put the bat in him. All right. I don't want him here. He's an asshole and a dickwad. I will eat him. Who put the bat in him? The sheriff. So I don't want him here. And so for tonight, if you're hungry, we don't kill. All right. We'll discuss it tomorrow night again in more detail. But the sun's coming up in a couple hours. So we don't have much time. He looks to Mitty for, let's say, guidance in this situation. She'll kind of cock her head and shrug and say, I mean, it is his domain. And, and if you're going to be a guest, you should probably respect what he says. He gets lost in thought for a second. Yes, this, this is a strange time. Right. Become acclimatized to the times and what's happening around you before you make rash decisions like murdering on someone else's domain. Even if it's just a human. We'll get you cleaned up and then you can feed and then, uh, yeah, we'll um, find you a place to sleep for the day. And you could tell me more about choosing a new name. Jibbo, do you know that we should have all taken different names? You didn't? You're... Wait. After your embrace, you chose Jimmy? Yeah. She's thoroughly confused. Yeah, my real name's James. <laughs> and he has a dumb smile on his face. So you call up member of your herd, Amira. He's going to feed a little bit, and you're going to need to stop him and, like... Hey, 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 knock it off. That's that's enough. Oh, yeah, Jimmy will definitely, yes. Bad kitty. You will also need to teach him about licking the wound, because he's like, I don't give a fuck. Where do you stash him so that you can have a private conversation? Do you have a preference where you stay? Um, Did you like the freezer? We can keep the door propped open. You can take one of these stalls here. One of these uh, food stalls. What? It's not the best. Uh, there's other places around here. Stay with me in my my spot. We can go. I could put him there. Sure, if you want to babysit him. It's not babysitting. You can tell me more things. He's got pretty interesting ideas. I would like to hear more. There are so many things I could teach all of you. Yeah, he said he wants to teach me some stuff. Okay. Yeah. It's just, for now, no murdering anyone. I think we're fine. I think he's had his fill. All right. And, you know, don't breach the masquerade. That's just... Yes, I will not 
breach the masquerade. He has no clue what you're talking about. So I guess he he can teach us some things, and then we can teach him some things about how it works now. Right. I'm not very good at either Cheshire. Believe me, I'm I'm often in trouble. But it's you'll figure it out. It's not that difficult. Yeah. Don't do things that will get humans attracted to us either to stop us from doing stuff because, you know, we kill a whole bunch of people and then the police come and cause problems or don't use your powers in a way that is obvious to bring Snoopy reporters because they're going to want to figure out, Oh, weird thing happened. Let's investigate. Cause then we have to kill them. And then whoever comes to investigate them, we have to kill them and just goes on and on. He looks like, He's not really following you, but then when you talk about killing them, he's like, I got you. Yeah, no, this, that I, that I understand. Yeah, and we don't want to kill them. We don't want to kill them. He looks confused again. Because eventually there's going to be one that we can't kill. Or not one, but many that we can't kill will come at once. There's three of us here. And if they come at us with fully automatic weapons, well, I can run fast, but I'm not saving you. And they're going to shoot you to pieces and give you the final death. That's just the way it is. We are strong, but they have tools that are stronger. And yes, I'm sure we could organize and find out a way to beat them back, but we haven't. He goes through different levels of accepting and understanding and not understanding throughout explanation, but he doesn't say anything. Let's just let's just get him dressed and get him one of your herd and you know just let him rest. I think it's been a pretty long night for him, and no, he's he's he said he's been asleep for like thirty years. Yeah, but it's been a pretty stressful night, right? I mean. Just woke up from being asleep for years. He had a bat in his chest. He was in a freezer. And then we put him in a freezer. Well, sure. Okay. All right. So, Chesh. No killing and no using powers in front of mortals. For at least tonight. He leans over to Missy. Powers? Um... You know how some some of us can see things, or the gifts of the blood. Yes, gifts. That see, it's a cooler name when you call it gifts of the blood, Jimbo. You should listen to this guy. Gifts of the blood. Yes, I will. Yes. Don't use your gifts. Yes. We have many things to talk about. I really excited to learn. So we'll just get him dressed and then go get a bed. Yep. And then he's going to bed down with me. I'm going to hear so many great tales. Oh, you're going to learn so many things. So many things. As she goes off with her new friend, does Art and Jimmy have anything to say? As Missy and Cheshire leave the area, 
are still invisible, we'll just say. Uh, Jimmy, what was that? Bad idea. How long were you listening? Uh, since you walked in here. Okay. So what is he, other than, like, mischief? He's a bot. <sighs> yep. Uh, look, I thought it wouldn't go this way. I thought he'd be, uh... Hmm. Uh, Jimmy, does the Banshee really like you? <laughs> Not as much I hope. She might rat us out. Yes, it seems to me like you have been set up for the failure. I still have the book. How's the copying going? You got most of it? Yes, I have most of the book. Okay. I'll have to give her. Before we do, perhaps we should read it and make some changes. Hmm. Smart plan. I'll leave that to you. Whatever you think is best. Yes, I will take care of this. You keep an eye on this Cheshire. I also have the walk-in to clean up. Oh, right, yeah. You got a lot on your plate. You need help with anything? <laughs> no, I am used to this. Uh, do not worry. And talk to your people. I will talk to my people. This one we must know more about before we let him loose upon the city. Brad, yeah. We'll let him, uh, let him be, uh, Missy's boy toy for now, though. I am sure she will be thrilled. Yeah. Now, I would like to try and spin this so it's the sheriff's fault. If the sheriff did not kill him, and he is Sabat. Yeah. Maybe point him in the direction of the sheriff. Find out where he's staying. Hmm. I think we should head to Elysium sometime, figure out some information there. I agree. And we should head to Elysium before they find out what happened at the storage unit. So tomorrow night, uh, they'll probably find out first thing. If they do not already know, somebody has not checked in. Right, right. Well, it'll be an interesting couple of weeks at least. <laughs> yes, I suppose so. I mean, somebody is going to mind. Whether or not we mind, that is the important question we should be asking. Okay, out of character one sec. I can't remember if Jimmy found out whose it was. Or if he had a I remember to is we it. uncovered it and it was a bat and somebody knew that was a signature of the sheriff? Correct. It was a bat right. in the chest. So Jimmy probably uh, would have yeah. known that. Yeah. yeah. So I have no idea who this is or anything about the bat. Yeah, throw it in. Throw it in. Yeah, just take everything. Hmm? This is like that Dungeons and Dragons game. <laughs> <laughs> There's like an old monster manual from second edition or some shit sitting there because it's got references <laughs> to uh, what was the one that had like Cthulhu and gods and stuff in it? Uh, deities and demigods. Yeah, that, that's what it was. 
couldn't imagine vampires finding the Curse of Strahd books and going, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Wait, why does this book over here say we sparkle? <laughs> why does this book say we sparkle? <laughs> Who is so- doing this? I'll take Dex and Athletics. Cool. I'm cool with it. I'm bobbing and weaving. What help if I... Uh, I, I rolled d6s because I played too much out of run. <laughs> rolling d6s. I mean... <laughs> right, well, if you want us to play Shadowrun... <laughs> then on the, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Uh, that is five on the second roll. Yeah, that's Five? Right. Yeah, because yeah, he's got a critical. Wow. Two tens. Oh, I'm getting clocked. You know, he spins around and things are crazy. It's like, oh, shit. Very briefly, though, as... Have you guys ever frenzied before? I'm not entirely sure what it takes to go frenzy. There are a lot of different triggers. You could be scared of something, like if... Uh, you see the sun, but don't get burned by it. Or if there's a source of fire, um, you could be provoked oh. into an anger frenzy. He's, if Jimmy's been frenzied to them. Okay. There's, there's burn barrels. There used to be burn barrels everywhere. He, sh- so, he shut that shit down. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fire hazard. You don't want yeah. your place to don't, get burned. Not good. Exactly. Um, so it's like terror frenzy. There's a hunger frenzy where if you get ridiculously hungry the beast takes over and it's just it doesn't care it's like i'm gonna eat that uh, dude eat that dude and that dude um there is a fury frenzy where people piss you off for whatever reason um yeah jimmy's got that one too <laughs> uh and i think there's one more but i don't remember what the uh no i guess it's just three it's fury hunger terror Uh, I do not believe there is a name for... Oh, no, there totally is now. <laughs> if two vamps are eating from the same person, we are now breaking bread together. <laughs> I didn't know if it had a name, so I asked. Oh, it does now. Because I wanted to know if we would share a special bond since we both fed from the same person. You saw him go off to wherever he was going. Because if cameras all over the place in Jimmy's Haven, does Art have cameras into your Haven? No, not in the actual Taco Bell. Let me ask another question: Would Jimmy know if Art secretly put cameras in Jimmy's Haven? No, not at all. <laughs> but would Art invade his privacy in that way? He's protecting his friend. I have to make sure my friend is all right. So, Jimmy would allow cameras pointing at the Taco Bell, just not inside the back. Okay. That would be fine, but if, uh, you know, if you have him there, that's whatever, I don't care, but Jimmy would. Well, what Jimmy does not know. <laughs> 